there! Welcome back to Who Knew We Didn't. This is our study study edition. In our study study edition, we cover one specific concept, fact, or study that is fascinating, stands on its own, and deserves to be talked about. This week, we are bravely soldiering on in the absence of our dear Megan, who, according to Instagram, is in Montreal right now enjoying some smoked meat sandwiches with her husband! Now, normally, if Megan were here, we would cover a larger topic and look into the research and evidence that surrounds the topic, and sometimes we make jokes, but alas, she is not here, so I am delivering you a slightly late episode about conversion disorder. What is conversion disorder? Well, let me give you a background first. If you've ever watched Sherlock Holmes, the one on Netflix with Benedict Cumbermuffin, you will have had some exposure to something related to conversion disorder. I'll explain. Upon our first introduction to the wonderful Mr. or Dr. Watson, we notice that he's limping and often employing the use of a cane. However, this limp seems not to be caused by any actual physical ailment because Watson's leg is completely healed when he's forced to run with Sherlock during a case. The deduction that the limp is fake. Well, not so fast. It's not exactly fake, but it's psychosomatic. Somatization, according to PubMed, is the psychological mechanism that causes psychological distress to be expressed in the form of physical symptoms. In Watson's case, the trauma from the war was expressed in the form of a limp. Therefore, when his mind was flooded with other stimuli, he magically forgot about this otherwise unconsciously controlled limp and ran like an uninjured man. Now, whether it would work like this in real life, I'm not too sure because I don't have any experience with uh, psychosomatic disorders, but this is how it was portrayed in Sherlock Holmes. Watson's case is unique as it has seemingly nothing to do with a mood disorder at all, but is instead caused by emotional trauma. Trauma is definitely a known cause of conversion disorder, but according to an article by Hurwitz in 2004, somatization displayed in the way that Watson's was displayed is usually caused by a mood disorder. And this mood disorder usually threatens mental stability. And if you want to know more about mood disorders, listen to our episode about depression, bipolar, and anxiety. Now, what does psychological distress and somatization and all of that good stuff have to do with conversion disorder? And what even is conversion disorder? Well, I'm glad you asked. Conversion disorder sometimes also referred to as functional neurological disorder, is a name for what happens when somatization affects the central nervous system, or CNS. Our CNS consists of all the complex nerve tissues that control the activities of our bodies, such as our brain and spinal cord. This means that instead of the limp like Watson had, your brain can cause something as serious as blindness or paralysis just because of psychological trauma. I say the word just with a bit of a caveat or a little bit of an asterisk because I, yes, just because of psychological trauma, you're blind, but psychological trauma, as we know, can have huge implications. So just because I say just doesn't mean I'm belittling it. Anyway, your brain can paralyze you without a physical reason to do so. So you don't actually have to have a severed spinal cord to lose function of your legs. Isn't that insane? Imagine the conversation you'd have with your doctor when you're trying to diagnose this. Hey, doc, I, I can't see anymore. Oh, that sucks. 
I guess you're just blind. Yeah, but why though? Well, let's scan your eyes and your brain and your nerves and let's check all the physical reasons someone could go blind. Let's do an EEG, EKG, an x-ray, a CT scan, an end an MRI, just to be safe. Seven years later. So, we didn't find anything, so... Are you sure you're not just faking it? No, I'm not faking it, doctor. Find another reason. Anyway, sounds impossible, right? And I agree. All in all, medical professionals agree that this is very hard to diagnose, but once it is diagnosed, it is treatable. But first, let's talk about the causes and risk factors. Now, while the direct cause of conversion disorder is usually a traumatic event, it doesn't always have to be. Like I said, it could also be caused by a mood disorder, but usually mood disorders cause other somatoform disorders that don't specifically have anything to do with the CNS. Interestingly, the symptoms of the disorder, uh, conversion disorder, can mirror the traumatic event itself. For example, this could be a person who loses their voice after they were in a situation where they were afraid to speak. Let's say something as intense as a hostage situation where those who spoke were killed. Diagnosis of the disorder then can be attributed to discovering the actual traumatic event that preceded it. So for example, what happened to you before you lost your voice? Oh, well, there was this hostage situation. Oh, right. Okay, there we go. That's what caused your disorder. Others who are at risk of conversion disorder are women, those with a history of personality or psychological disease, those with a history of physical or sexual abuse, especially in children. As usual, those with so low socioeconomic status get the short, shitty end of the conversion disorder stick, family members with conversion disorder or other chronic illnesses, or people with coexisting psychiatric conditions or per personality disorders. To be diagnosed with conversion disorder, you must have at least one, but can have any combination of the following symptoms. Symptom one, impaired coordination and balance. Two, paralysis of an arm or a leg. Three, loss of sensation in a part of the body. Four, loss of a sense such as blindness or deafness. Five, inability to speak. Six, difficulty swallowing or a sensation of a lump in the throat. Seven, sensory symptoms such as loss of sense of pain or tingling or crawling sensations, which, I don't know about you guys, but I get crawling sensation all the time. Do I have conversion disorder? And finally, eight, and casually, no biggie, seizures. No, there's nothing casual about seizures, but you know me and my penchant for sarcasm. Anyway, so that symptom of blindness that I just mentioned, sometimes it's called hysterical blindness. So if you ever hear the word hysterical blindness, it is related to conversion disorder. Also, you know what else is called hysterical blindness? A movie starring Uma freaking Thurman, who has conversion disorder that manifests as passing phases of blindness. You know who might know more about this? Megan. Where are you, Megan? Why aren't you here? <sighs> anyway, 
All of this is to say that this is a very real disorder with very real implications in your life and well-being. It is treatable through therapy, but honestly, I couldn't find that much research about viable treatments. All the information I found was that it depends on your type of disorder and its manifestation. So the treatment for somebody whose disorder manifests as blindness could be completely different from treatment for those whose disorder manifests as paralysis. And for some people, they need a multi-specialty team to work on various various areas. So another 83 years and another billion dollars, it is treatable, but, you know, treatment might not be accessible. And that just about actually wraps up our chat about conversion disorder. As usual, I hope you guys enjoyed our episode and I hope you stay in touch. We are starting to build a small community of listeners on all of our social medias and we are who knew we didn't everywhere if you want to find us and we want to know what you want us to cover next. I think maybe next week I'm going to be doing another study study. I don't know if we'll be able to crank out a full length episode in time for next week. So feel free to email us at who knew we didn't at gmail.com. Also, I just wanted to shout out to the listener who emailed us with your feedback and honestly, it made us so happy and excited to hear from you. We get some junk email to that account and so when I saw your email, it was just so refreshing and exciting to actually see something real from a person. So, thank you to you listener. I'm I don't know if you want me to say your name, so I won't. And that's it for me for now. Bye guys. See you next week or hear me next week. Uh, bye. (laughs)